Hello, this is Sydney Sarah and welcome to Sydney's Prophetic Podcast where I speak into your life and minister to you prophetically. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Friday. We made it through another week. Glory to God. Today we're going to be talking about who do you think you are? Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for you giving us our true identity, no matter how much the devil tries to think that or try to make us think that we are anything less than a child of God, anything less than royalty. We bind that in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, that that we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. We thank you, Lord God, that we know who who we are in your grace and the body of Christ, that we are more than conquerors. We are head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. And we are the lender, not the borrower. And we thank you, Lord God, for you declaring who we are, no matter what mess we have made in the past, present, or what mess we'll make in the future, Lord God. We thank you for your everlasting, steadfast love endures forever. And we praise your holy and mighty name. I decrease and you increase in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I was, first of all, y'all, I've been really, like, transforming out here. I've been really, like, the more you get to know the grace of God, the more you cannot help but to change, but to transform, and but to, you know, really see the glory of God on the inside of you, in your soul, and to quench every thirst and to fill every void. The grace of God is literally the best thing to me on planet earth excuse my dog but yeah the grace of God is the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life and I just I'm speechless every time I think about it um but I had to what I had to realize is that for what I thought I was I kept thinking like well if you go back to my testimony of being healed from rejection I kept constantly thinking of myself as rejected and that's who I thought I was. I thought I was rejected. So therefore, and life and death lies in the power of the tongue. And that scripture is is so very real. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So I kept, um, let's go to that scripture. Okay. I, I feel really led to go to that scripture. Um, and I know it's in Proverbs somewhere. Let's go. Hold on one second, y'all. Okay. It is Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Again, go to Proverbs. I'm reading this in the ESV. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Hmm. This is not the translation I need. Okay. There we go. Let's read it in the KJV instead. Again, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7 in the KJV, the King James Version. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So, again, I thought of myself as rejected. And, and because with coupling that with life and death is in the power of the tongue, I did not know I was manifesting literally like 
opportunity. Like, and I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't say that I'm rejected out loud, even though I got to that point later on in my life. But usually I would just think that I'm not just even thinking, you know, as it thinketh in his heart. So is he just even thinking that, you know, I'm not worthy of these relationships. I'm not worthy of these opportunities. I'm not worthy of these blessings or, you know, having that man, having that, you know, romantic relationship. I, I even thought I wasn't worthy of being married. So just even thinking that, even thinking, I think, that, yeah, that's where the Lord wants to take this. Just even thinking of yourself this way and who you are can literally manifest so much. Like I kept manifesting uh, rejection from all sides. I mean, this and this is not, you know, this is not talking about like my daddy issues because that, I mean, that happened and I couldn't, I didn't ask for that for one and I couldn't help that. I was specifically looking for that healthy father-daughter relationship, but I just couldn't have it, but it's working out for my good because now that's a part of my ministry and I'm able to relate to women with uh, daddy issues. But I would met, for instance, uh, I went to Wayne State University for theater. I, y'all know this already. If you've been following my podcast for a long time, especially since the first episode. Um, and so anytime that, let's see, anytime, oh, oh, and God's bringing up a prophecy. Okay. Anytime that I would audition and try to be like, you know, the most perfect, auditioner, (laughs) you know, the perfect, uh, actor to go into that audition and, you know, do my best in my monologue. And you, you know, you're supposed to do that anyway. Um, do my best in my singing, all that stuff. But even though I was trying to be, you know, the perfect, uh, actress in the audition to get the, whatever part I wanted, I didn't get it. But I had to real. I now looking back, I had to. I have to realize is because I already found myself not worthy of it as I am, as just a natural creative that Sydney Sarah is, as she is, and what she can bring to the table. I instead thought, you know, I had to conform to this. I don't know whatever kind of mold that I thought, you know, the auditors had in their mind, and. I therefore, you know, tried to, I I tried my best to, to be, you know, uh, something that's likable, something that's palatable, something that they can handle. Right. But I still (laughs) didn't get any kind of, when I thought that way, I didn't get those parts. But when I thought of myself as um, accepted or is worthy or just simply, I remember now I'm just now I'm thinking about like the auditions where I had complete and utter fun. I was being a total fool, like the, the auditions. And I'm thinking about now I'm going back to kind of in high school too. The ones where I was just being flat out, like really myself and just being goofy. I got the part. I, or I was at least casted and I got the results very quickly. Um, and I remember 
at church, I got a prophecy saying, because, you know, I've been through so much of feeling rejected and unworthy and unwanted. There was this guest speaker one time. She came to the church, very powerful woman. And she prophesied to me that you're going to be in a season of acceptance. And that really helped my soul. That really helped my, my soul a lot because when you're, when you feel rejected for so long, you start to feel like, you know, you start that that's where suicidal ideations came in my mind. Like, okay, does even like, what's the point of me being on this earth? Does anybody even want me? Does anybody even want me around? Does, you know, am I even, am I even important to anybody? Those things like that can be very, very harmful to not only to your emotions, but your spirit, you get discouraged. Your heart is broken because you feel so alone and so casted out. So when I got that, uh, season of acceptance, that prophecy about that, I was like, Oh, and I definitely received it. And, um, it was just like, okay, awesome. Great. And I did not want that season of acceptance to end. And now I, it, is ended, but now I'm just only concerned about God accepting me. And it's the most peaceful place my soul has ever been at. But after I received their prophecy, um, later on that year, I got casted because I was like, okay, I'm accepted. I'm accept- just even, just even thinking this stuff, right? Um, I'm accepted. Okay. So cool. I'm, I'm going to be accepted by people. Opportunity is going to come my way. Blah, 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 blah. That's pretty much what happened. Like, I got casted in this, the most, I think the most magnificent, the most very moving and deep play I've ever been a part of. Um, It's called Extigony. Um, I mean, this is beside the point, but long story short, it's a contemporary uh, depiction of the Greek play Antigone and it's all a part of it, the Oedipus Rex trilogy. And yeah, it's, it's, this is like very going to the Greek studying theater type stuff. And yeah, that's not the point of the podcast, but, uh, (laughs) but I got casted as this prophetic old blind lady. She was a seer and I just, I, that was, I know that role was tailor-made for me. Um, you know, the Sydney's prophetic podcast, you know, um, I'm very like, I am so heavily involved in the prophetic because I just love the fact that we worship a God that when we talk to him, he talks back. He is the true and living God. He is. And, oh, there's a scripture in Psalms. I want to say Psalms 100 something. It's like 115, maybe 115 or 117. Where it says these, you know, David is saying these statues, people worship these statues and they don't, they have ears, but they can't hear. They have a mouth, but they can't speak. They have eyes, but they can't see. And then they that worship them, they or they that bestow upon them, uh, con- basically they, they who worship them act like them. Um, and that scripture really helped me to dispel the any kind of idolatry in my heart of any other gods and also made me worship even more and reverence even more the true and living God Yahweh that we serve because Yahweh talks back if he didn't talk back I don't know if I would still be a Christian because the prophetic is 
the prophetic and now the grace of God are my two anchors of why I'm so confident in my faith. So, yeah. And and, and he's, even in Corinthians, uh, Paul is saying uh, pretty much, I want to say 1 Corinthians, where he says, if, you know, if we're speaking in tongues and an unbeliever comes around us, they're going to think we're crazy. But if you start prophesying the secrets of their heart, they will proclaim that not only that God is real, but God is here. God is with you all. And so, yeah, just evidence of <laughs> salvation by prophecy right there. So anyway, um, I, once I started changing my mindset that um, it's, I know like my, I started feeling better about myself. I started feeling better about being myself around people and I started living life more because I finally felt accepted. Now I'm at the point in my life where even if people reject me, I know that the because the grace of God is the most beautiful thing. I think I said this already, but the most beautiful thing I think you could ever encounter on planet Earth, honestly. Because... It's just like it's it it like it's it makes no sense how much God loves us when we do Him wrong, when we disobey, when we're not submitted, when we just do whatever. But He still has that steadfast love that endures. In 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 First uh, Corinthians thirteen, the love is patient, love is kind. Towards the end of that, it says in the ESV, uh, love. Hopes all things, believes all things, endures all things. And that grace of the grace of God is that love. And you can't be a person of deserving it. You can't be a person of earning it or you like you simply cannot or else that would not be grace. Um, let's let's read Romans eleven six. This one of my I think is the most one of the most underrated scriptures ever, and especially in the book of Romans. I don't know why this is not talked about enough to me. Because um, it's just, it, it makes it plain what grace is, right? So in the KJV, Romans 11, chapter 11, verse 6, in the KJV it says, And if by grace, then is it no more of works? Otherwise, grace is no more grace. Let me read that one more time. And if by grace... Then is it no more of works? Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then is it no more grace? Otherwise, work is no more work. Let me read that one more time. And if by grace, then is it no more of works? Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it then is it no more of grace? Otherwise, work is no more work. Even just reading that, uh, the scripture is so good because it's saying like you cannot, the, the grace of God is something that is undeserving. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. You can't strive for it. It's simply given to you. Let's go to uh, Ephesians 2, 8. Let's go to Ephesians 2. This, like, from Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 is, like, my favorite scripture ever in the word of God. Let's go to, 
let's do the ESV. No, let's do the KJV again. Again, Ephesians 2, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the free, is the, well, one translation said is the free gift of God, but the KJV says it is a gift of God. One more time. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So, I mean, what, what's a gift? It's given to you freely. Um, you don't have to work for it. It's just something that's given to you. Like, here, surprise, got you something. You know, oh, thank you. You know, so it's, 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 it's not something that we work for. It's something, that, <laughs> it's something that's unexpected. It's something that is a surprise. It's something that is... You know, we, we, we don't, we don't see it coming, but we're, we receive it gladly. Right. So it's just like, do you see yourself, uh, do you see yourself loved by God, accepted by God and worthy of someone to have the grace of God? You know, I didn't, I didn't, I thought of myself as rejected especially because excuse me I wasn't perfect I wasn't um I felt like I wasn't holy enough I felt like I was I was very heavily involved in legalism and had the legalistic Pharisee mindset regarding God and regarding the scripture and now but you but then you read scriptures like this like that not of yourselves it's not of your own some translations say it's not of your own doing you don't have to be some you don't have to be perfect you don't have to you can't work for it you can't earn it i mean let's think about romans 11 chapter 6 again or or chapter 11 verse 6 you can't it's not of works it's not a thing of works no matter how much you try to you know put in that we should be obedient and submitted yes but you know, no matter how much you try to do everything perfect for God, trying to do everything right for God, you still have so much grace that you have not tapped into yet. And you put in all this burden on yourself to be your own savior. See, that's the thing with religion is what I, what God had me to notice and uh, point out when you are, when you have that religious spirit and when you're in legalism, what legalism does is completely not only erase the grace of God, but really erases Jesus as your savior and makes you your savior. This is why the religious spirit is a spirit of pride because pride is self-centered, is focused on yourself. It is about you and you alone and and nobody else is about you, 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 you. Whether you're arrogant or whether you're insecure, whether you are um, proud or have low self-esteem. The, when the focus is on you so much, it's pride. But when, and then this is why false humility is a thing because the Holy Spirit will not have me define it no other way but this. False humility is you worshiping how humble you think you are. I'm gonna say that again. False humility is you worshiping how humble you quote unquote think you are. 
So interesting how he's going to think. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So anyway, um, it is it, so all in all, um, when you when you come into the grace of God, now you see how Jesus accurately as your Lord and Savior. Because when you're so focused on your works, you're making yourself Lord and Savior as if you died on the cross when Jesus did that for you. You don't have to do that. You don't have to have, thank you, Jesus. You don't have to have nails in your hands and nails in your feet and being pierced in your side. You don't have to do that. God, I mean, well, same thing. Jesus did that already for you. God sent his, for God so loved the world. We all know this scripture. Well, I ain't got to pull it up. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son, whosoever believeth in him, not you or your flesh or your works, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Or um, I think KJV says eternal life. Anyway, but so it's, it's not, it's not a thing of, it's all about us. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do this for God. We got to do that for God. We got to do it. No, all you got to do is obey. All you got to do is submit. It's about relationship, right? It's still, it's about relationship. And I'm, I'm currently, if I were to be honest and transparent, I'm getting the residue of legalism out of me right now. And I'm frankly so thrilled to get that out of me because it's been holding me back for the longest time. Um, and it also, it, it's, it came from rejection because I felt like God, I thought now going back to who do we think we are? I thought that I was rejected. I thought that God rejected me because of my flaws, because of my sins, because of my mistakes, because of my imperfections. But we live in a fallen world. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And sin means to miss the mark. Therefore, if we constantly are missing the mark, I mean, if we were perfect, we would not need, what's the point of Jesus? Oh, let's go to the scripture where it says, uh, when it talks about, it talks about where, uh, the apostle Paul, there we go. Galatians five, I'm going to read. Let's read to verse three. Let's read from, okay, let's read uh, Galatians five, chapter five, verse three to five. Okay. For I testify again to every man, and this is in the KJV, I'm sorry, Galatians chapter five, verse three in the KJV. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised, that he is a debtor to, to do the whole law. Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. For we through the spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. So let me read that one more time. Okay, God wants me to read this in the ESV. Okay. Um, again, I'm reading this in the uh, ESV, Galatians chapter 5, verse 3 through 5 in the ESV. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. Mm. You, mm. you are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. For 
through the spirit by faith, we, our, we, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. So (laughs) this is God saying, if you do not accept the grace of God, you have no other choice, but to uphold all of the, and then by the way, the law is the Torah and the Torah, you know, it was the five first five books of the Bible. Um, maybe this is not it. No, this is the Torah. The um, so the Ten Commandments that Moses from Mount Sinai brought down, that is it's way more than the Ten Commandments. Is there is like six hundred some other commandments, six hundred other do's and don'ts. So when Paul says you have to upload the whole law, it's way more. I mean, can we even uphold the, the, the Ten Commandments that we see? Think about that. There is way more than, I mean, it's stuff like, you know, <laughs> if we have to uphold the whole law, we got to uphold the fact that you cannot wear mixed textures. You know, you can't be wearing cotton and polyester or like cotton and spandex. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need the grace of God. We need the grace of God, okay? I don't know who gonna constantly be wearing the same fabric all the time. That's just, I I find that, frankly, in, dang near impossible. You can try. You can try. Good luck. Um, But anyway, so, but yeah, I say all that to say, like, legalism, please, if you see that you are in legalism and you have this self-righteousness Please get delivered from it. Get healed. Get delivered from it like I am. Because I know for a fact that once I step boldly in the grace of God, my life is going to change forever. And I will not be looking back. So please step into the grace of God. By all means, please do. Um, get yourself delivered. It's, it's, a, it's a thing of pride and rejection. So this goes back to who do you think you are? Do you think... That you are worthy to be loved and accepted by God and his grace? Or do you think that you are so uh, unholy, so sinful, uh, so dirty that God can't restore you? Do you th- Who do you think you are? Um, I remember going to another example. Um, I was, again, another time where I was battling with low self-esteem. And, and I was determined to speak over myself that I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I've always wanted to be called beautiful. I was always called pretty growing up, which was not bad. Um, but I always wanted to be called beautiful, especially from men because, you know, daddy issues and insecurity. So I was like, you know, I'm going to speak over myself that I am beautiful. I am beautiful. And I made that decision. And I literally did not know what was going to happen after this. This was seriously like a beautiful, pleasant surprise. Uh, this this actor, y'all probably have seen him, especially my black people that's listening to this. You've probably seen him in TV shows and movies because when I say his name, it's probably going to be like, uh, who are you? But you probably have seen his face. His name is... His name is Abba Babatunde, and his name is spelled capital O-B-B-A-B-A-B-A-T-U-N-D-E. He's a very handsome, sharp-dressed, older man, 
and I met him at this, and this is, this is relevant, but trust me. Um, I met him at this black theater convention that I was very blessed to go to from a faculty member of Wayne State that was able to pay for the road trip. It was like me and two other girls that was able to go. It was a very, I was very blessed by it. I met like two celebrities. Um, and this, he was one of them and yeah, bless my soul. Um, so I went down there, it was in North Carolina and I saw him, he was there. I saw him two days for two days straight. I saw him like the night before and the day of what I'm about to tell you. Um, so I saw him again. I was like, Oh my God, he's still here. Like what? And I was like, I didn't think you'd be here today. Oh my gosh. And then he, he, he responded back saying, look how beautiful you look. And I was, I was over, I was trying not to fangirl. I mean, this y'all, y'all need to look him up. This I'm 22 years old. This man been acting in, in, in TV shows and been in movies since I've been alive. So seeing him and 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 meeting him he's so sweet i've been praying to god that i meet him again he is so sweet um but when he gave me that compliment i was like what but as a man thinketh in his heart so was he you have got to be careful of how you think about yourself because you attract that stuff you don't even know it and so you know and good or bad so when he came up to me and it was like, I, I unbeknownst to me, it was attracting him saying that, um, I, and then don't, please don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say like, you know, don't be trying to manipulate people into giving you compliments and all that stuff. That's not how this works. You have to genuinely, genuinely want to manifest good things in your life for yourself. There's a difference between doing that and, you know, you being manipulative and doing witchcraft. That's two different things. Um, that, and that, and that's in what a man soweth, he shall reap. So be careful. But I was just genuinely wanting to think of myself more. I wanted to fix my self image. First of all, I wanted to think of myself more in a positive light and I wanted to build up my self-confidence. So when that happened, it was just like, wow, our, our minds really are powerful. We are not omniscient like our father who is all knowing, but boy, oh boy, oh boy. If you think of yourself this way and it's just manifesting, you know, a whole celebrity telling me, giving me a compliment, calling me beautiful. Like what? He's so handsome. Like he could be my sugar daddy anyway. Um, but I say all that to say, who do you think you are? Do you think you're a good person or a bad person? Do you think that you're, this really goes into finances too. Fine. It's huh. Wealth money is not a thing of you going to get it. I'm realizing that right now for myself It's not a thing of like, yes, you need a job and you know, stuff to make money or, uh, start a business or whatever and make your own money. But I'm telling you money can chase you down. Once you start to see yourself worthy of wealth, once you start to see yourself as not being broke, but being in abundance, um, 
this is what I'm doing currently right now. Like I, we worship a God in Ephesians 3.20 who can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think, excuse me, according to the power which worketh in us, right? So if I believe that, and also I've been just worshiping God and y'all, his, the grace of God is truly your abundance. Like his grace has just been filling every single void has been, is still delivering me. It's still healing me. And I can hear it in the way I speak. I can hear it. I can, I can, um, um, see the way the grace of God is changing me and my energy. I can see the way the grace of God is, is just changing everything about me for the better. And I know, I just, I know it. I, but, but see how I'm also speaking this too? It's crazy. So, but anyway, I know now because also, and just thinking like, as when, when I was thinking of myself as being rejected, I was, I also was thinking of myself as someone that's not worthy of being taken care of. Um, I thought of myself as someone that was like, I kept calling myself broke. I kept calling myself, you know, I thought of myself as an orphan. I was constantly on survivor mode and not just daddy letting taking, you know, letting daddy take care of me mode. Uh, I was, and when you're, see, cause see, here's the thing. When you're a child who is being taken care of, you don't have any worries of, where am I going to get this? And where am I going to get that? And how am I going to get this? It's just, no, my dad, he's Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He will provide, he will supply our every need according to his riches and glory. So we do not have to worry about, be anxious for nothing. It says in Philippians, be anxious for nothing, but in prayer supplication, make your request be made known and let the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds to Christ Jesus. So Here's the thing, like, and I memorize the scripture, like you memorize certain scripture because you've been through certain, certain situations where you needed to apply a set scripture to get you through whatever you're going through. Can I get a name in somebody? Period. Um, so I thought of myself as someone that's impoverished, someone that couldn't, and, and, ooh, hmm. let's go to chapter or, or, or the book of Hebrews. Because it speaks about when someone chases after money, uh, they will never have enough. Um, Hold on a second, y'all. This is like... And it's a really... It's a really deep scripture. Hold on. There we go. Oh, it's Ecclesiastes. Huh? Oops. Um, let's read it in the ESV, shall we? Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse 10 says, he who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth, his income. This also is vanity. And so, and that's another scripture that is very, um, underrated because it's like the NIV. Oh, let's read the NIV. The NIV uh, version says, whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. Y'all. <laughs> and in the NLT, I'm, I'm reading this from the BibleHub.com website. The New Living Translation says, those who love money will never have enough. How meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. Whew. 
boy, that's not a rebuking word right there. Um, so I'm gonna wrap it up right here. (laughs) Y'all, like, it's not about you chasing money. It's you thinking of yourself that money chases you, period, boo. Um, what the Bible say, we are lender, not the borrower. We are head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. Let's read that. So, and that'll be the last, yeah, that's the last scripture I'll read. Yes, Lord. Head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. Okay, well, Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 13 says, And the Lord will make you head, the head and not the tail, and you shall only go up, not down. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, being careful to do them. Oh, here we go. And the King James Version says, this is what we're looking for. (laughs) And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt only be above Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. So, y'all, it's, it's, it's really about what you think of yourself. Is what, what is your identity in? What, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And uh, I found, so let's read the whole scripture one more time in Deuteronomy 28 because I found the lender, not the borrower one. (laughs) It's Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 12 through 13. And uh, let's read this in the KJV. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail and thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. So the Bible just proves right there. And I, I feel like I give y'all a secret, like, obtaining wealth tip (laughs) that you know i guess this really shows that money has its own energy because we we tend to think like it i mean it is a material thing as frankly it's a dirty thing actually it's a germy thing but um and i'm saying that because you know i mean who who don't like money but i'm just saying like the material on it is dirty but the the love of money is the root of all evil not the not money itself just wanted to clarify that real quick, but money has its own energy and can attract you when you, when your beliefs align with you receiving money. So if you saying that I love money, I love money, I love money, but you keep thinking of yourself as broke, but you keep thinking of yourself as, oh, excuse me, thinking of yourself as only worthy of being impoverished or in poverty, you think of yourself only as you know, I'm only worthy of this nine to five 
bi-weekly paycheck. I'm only worthy of getting stuff on the 1st and the 15th and that's it. Then that's all really you're going to manifest. That's, I mean, now along with, you know, get some, be educated about good credit and taxes and, you know, and pay your debt. But, but honestly, in order for you to even get the money to pay off said debt and get your credit back good, you need money and money is not about you chasing. It is about it is about it chasing you. When you believe that I'm the lender and not the borrower, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I mean, this is why I understand in a way why people uh believe in the law of attraction, but I mean, <laughs> it's this is also in the Bible, and the Bible speaks about this way before the law of attraction was ever a thing. I mean, this is biblical stuff too so I feel like this is just this is a I always see the law of attraction of basically just being faith and you know you're declaring and you're decreeing that's frankly what it is and the Lord you know as he sees fit will bring those said things to you you know and he he is a father that will not withhold any good thing so, you know, if you're trying to, uh, you know, manifest something and it doesn't come to pass, I believe it's not, it's not for the said time. It's not, it's not, um, it's not good for you to have. It's not, or it's not, not yet. So that's my only thing with the law of attraction. Just y'all, I advise y'all not to do that, but be careful if y'all do it anyway. And y'all, y'all may as well just declare and decree over yourself the word of God. Like, I just, that's why I'm just like, um, I mean, really, I may as well just declare biblical, like, cause the scripture, the, the Bible, this is safe. You don't want to tap into any spiritual wickedness. Cause you don't know what you could be tapping into with stuff like the law of attraction that could be really manifesting some evil things in your life. So just, you know, that's all I'm trying to say. Um, not, not saying that, uh, those who do it is manipulative or bad. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I wouldn't recommend you doing the law of attraction. You may as well just declare and decree the word of God over yourself. And if you do the law of attraction, be careful. You don't know what you could be tapping into, into the spiritual realm. That's all I'm trying to say. But anyway, this podcast is, has been officially too long. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please repeat this after me. Father God, I repent. I believe in the son you sent. He died on the cross just for me. To heaven I'll go. To heaven I'll be. And with that, you are in the body of Christ. And I'm your sister in Christ. Woo! Um, find yourself a good church to go to. Um, I recommend the church that I'm currently going to and attending online, All Nations Worship Assembly. Their headquarters are in Chicago, Illinois. Um, Illinois, Illinois. Uh, go to allnationswa.com. You can find out all about that church right there. And if you want to sign to this ministry for a one time, go to my cash app. My cash tag is dollar sign capital S I D and I capital G again that's capital S 
lowercase i d n i capital g and uh, but if you would like to sew into this ministry monthly go to anchor.fm slash sydney s-i-d-n-i dash p-p again it's anchor it's anchor a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m backslash s-i-d-n-i dash p-p that is where you can sew and uh, click the support button and sew for a dollar five dollars or ten dollars Follow me on Twitter at Sydney Podcast, capital S-I-D-N-I, capital P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Follow me or, or like my page on Facebook, Sydney's Prophetic Podcast. That and my Twitter is where I give my updates, my uh, announcements, where I'll announce special guests and events and things of that nature. And I upload every Monday. I forgot to say this the last episode. I upload every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 3 p.m. I thank you for listening. God bless. Have a great rest of your day and weekend. I love you. Bye.